0: The Koy gig part.
1: I then had to then fake an injury because I didn't want is to tell people that I was pregnant until the 12 week scan. It's, it's mad to think of, really. It seems
0: kind of archaic.
2: Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. Off the ball. Welcome to Tuesday's Rugby Daily. A busy one on the way. An update on Bundiaki's Connacht future as another player commits to the province. Ulster make a new signing for next season. France suffer a major injury blow ahead of the Six Nations and Wales have a new captain. But first... Ben Healy has been included in the Scotland squad for the Six Nations. The Munster at half qualifies for Scotland via his mother's side of his family and is due to move to Edinburgh, of course, at the end of this season. Healy is one of four uncapped players named by Gregor Townsend, with another being former England winger Rory McConaughey. Bathwinger McConaughey has three England caps to his name the last of which came with a try against the United States at the 2019 World Cup in Kobe Leicester Lock Cameron Henderson has another chance to impress Townsend at close quarters having been called up for their cancelled 2021 summer tests and Glasgow centre Stafford McDowell is the fourth of those uncapped players. Hamish Watson and Xander Ferguson are included in the forty man squad despite injury concerns. But Darcy Graham, Scott Cummings, Rory Darge and Adam Hastings all miss out through injury. Townsend says Healy will bring something different to the Scotland setup. Ben played very well off the bench
3: against Ulster and then the following week started against the Lions and I was I was impressed with him that night. He's a different player to the tens that we've had in the squad. Uh, but he's he's very good attacker, um, both in terms of uh, the system, his own individual strengths, a um, very good kicking game. Uh, and to be, have someone who can call on of Ben's ability when we've lost Adam Hastings and, and Ross
2: Thompson to injuries is a real positive. And the Scotland head coach says McConaughey has also been on his radar for some time.
3: Yeah, well, I met, I met um, Rudy when I visited Bath before the November tests Um I've known about Rudy since he was about 17, 18 year old. I remember meeting his dad um way back then to say watch out for, for, for my son. He's I think he was a, maybe a London Scottish under eighteens at the time. But the name McConaughey um stuck with me and he he got into to sevens at university, in England captain, um at sevens level, went on to play for England. Um And he's now available for us Uh, and I'm sure his his family will be very proud. I know it was one of his ambitions this year to to crack the Scotland squad and and he's done that. He's played well over the last few weeks for Bath and he's got an opportunity for us now.
2: Meanwhile Townsend has admitted that this could be his last Six Nations campaign in charge of Scotland. He's out of contract after the World Cup having been at the helm since 2017. Townsend has been linked with the attack coach position under Fabien Galtier with France as well as the coaching vacancy at Leicester Tigers. He admits there has been an initial inquiry from France which he didn't want to pursue prior to the Six Nations, while the Leicester links have come as a surprise, according to Townsend. One way or another, he says his preference is to have his future sorted prior to the World Cup. Four uncapped players have been named in Warren Gatland's first squad since returning as Wales head coach. Osprey's pair Kieran Williams and Rhys-Davis have been selected along with Cardiff's Mason Grady and Teddy Williams. Scarlet's hooker Ken Owens has been named as captain for the Six Nations and Gatland has been explaining the benefits of his new additions as he begins to build for the future.
1: Mason's obviously you know, he's a big man in terms of that he's got, um, you know, he's got some development to do and um, he's been involved with the squad in the past even though he wasn't named in the squad he's been has, been, has trained with the team um, yeah, I've been impressed by a couple of performances that I've seen from him, I think there's definitely more to come uh, Kieran's a bit different um, he reminds me of a, a younger Scott Gibbs in the way that he sort of plays and his stature and stuff, uh, fantastic uh, footwork getting across the game line um, so he's a little bit different and it's pretty exciting so it's a great opportunity for him and and for the two forwards, uh, reese has been involved with the squad as well. And then um, and for Teddy, um, yeah, it's just an opportunity for him to come in to see what he can he can bring to the squad. It's a position that we need to develop some 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 depth in. Um, I think the challenge for us is how do I balance um, a number of older players that have been around for the last few years that have continued to carry on and being part of the squad and. How many changes do you make? How many how many players that we do bring in because we need to give some of those youngsters some an opportunity during the Six Nations, the World Cup warm-up games leading into into the World Cup. So there's, it's a bit of a balancing act, and it's kind of I, hope that, I think that's reflected in the squad that we've picked. We've picked some some experienced players that um, we want to still be a part of it, but we also got to give a a lot of those players in the squad if you look they haven't got a lot of caps behind their names and they need to get some more experience Uh, because we've seen teams in the past that have uh, arrived at World Cups with older older players or older squads and you pick up three or four injuries and all of a sudden you're throwing players in that haven't had a lot of experience so you know that's kind of part of our thinking it's it's important that we want to do well in the Six Nations but we've got to think about the next 10 months as well.
2: France have suffered yet another injury blow ahead of their defence of the Grand Slam. Rassing Locke Cameron Wokey has suffered a wrist injury which will rule him out of action for the entire Six Nations. Wokey started all five of France's games last year and he sustained the scaphoid injury during Racing's Heineken Champions Cup meeting with Harlequins and must undergo an operation this week. Galtier is already without Jean-Baptiste Gros, La Rochelle hooker Pierre Bourgeoisie and montpellier lock Florian Verheige for the entire Six Nations. Jonathan Danty looks set to miss the majority of the tournament and Owini-Antonium is also a doubt with a knee injury. Ulster have confirmed a new signing ahead of next season. Back rower Dave Ewers will join from Exeter Chiefs, having made more than 200 appearances for the Premiership side. With them, he's won a Heineken Champions Cup and the Premiership title. The 32-year-old's rival is likely to spell the end of Dwayne Vermeulen's time with Ulster, with the Springbok out of contract at the end of this season. Meanwhile, Ulster will be without Ian Henderson and Luke Marshall for their must-win Heineken Champions Cup meeting with Sale. Henderson sustained a concussion during last week's heartbreaking defeat to La Rochelle and Marshall a chest injury, Burns will have a calf injury assessed later in the week. Quaylen Blade is the latest player to commit their future to Connacht. The scrum half has signed a three-year extension to keep him at the sports ground until the summer of 2026. Blade has 160 Connacht appearances to his name and made his Ireland debut in a 2021 test with the United States at the Aviva. His contract extension follows close on the heels of John Porch, who signed a new two-year deal yesterday. Connacht head coach Pete Wilkins is delighted to tie down both players.
4: It's fantastic. I I think it's fantastic for the club um, because there has been a lot of hard work going on in the background. Tim Allnut, director of rugby operations, is uh, you know this time of year he's um, he's working tirelessly to secure the guys we want to retain, Um, and uh, you know there's been a lot of progress in the background that you can't always talk about immediately. Um, But as these sorts of these bits of news start to come through, uh, as I said, it's fantastic for the club. I think. um, Porchy has, has been ever present. He plays an enormous amount of minutes for us. Um, he's very important, can play either wing, either either side of the field on the wing. Obviously, he has covered full back for us as well. Um, and he just brings that physical and mental resilience that means he's, he's, he's super competitive week in and week out for us. So he's an important part of the squad. I know there was a bit of debate about whether he'd stay in Ireland or not. So it's a big vote of confidence on his behalf as well. Um, and, and Blady is, is a leader for us. He, he stood up terrifically. Um, I know he enjoyed his time. Involved with the national setup, uh, you know, at the, at the end of last year, and um, he's come back with, with even more sort of confidence and assertiveness on the field, and he's a key contributor for us in terms of how he plays the game at that sort of tempo. Uh, but also in terms of leading others and driving that decision making around the group so um, no, both are great bits of news for us Meanwhile
2: Wilkins has assured Connacht supporters that Bundy Ackie still has a future with the province the Ireland centre has been a notable absentee from recent Connacht lineups despite being fit the likes of Cahill Ford and Tom Farrell have been preferred as Byron Ralston's partner in the centre Aki's last contract extension was in 2019 taking him up to the summer of 2023 however the 32 year old has signed a deal to keep him beyond the world World Cup and through next season. Aki's also widely expected to be included in Andy Farrell's Six Nations squad when he reveals his Ireland panel on Thursday former Ireland fullback Jared Payne meanwhile has been placed in temporary charge of French top 14 side Clermont John O'Gibbs was removed as head coach yesterday morning three days after Clermont fell to a 44-29 defeat at home to Leicester in the Heineken Champions Cup Payne will oversee their preparations for their final pool B game in Cape Town where Clermont need a win to qualify for the last 16 that will of course have a bearing on Ulster's future in the competition as well Clermont sit 10th in the top 14 and they have a game away to Lyon prior to the Six Nations and finally a UK MP has warned that more premiership clubs could fold unless financial mismanagement in the sport is addressed. Their Digital Culture, Media and Sport Committee has published a damning report on the current situation in English rugby. That's after Wasps and Worcester both collapsed last year. Its acting chair, Damien Green, says current losses are unsustainable and could result in more clubs going to the wall.
0: Um, I fear that may be possible, but purely from the evidence we took on the committee, the average loss of a premiership club um, is £4 million a year. So clearly, on that basis, most, if not all, premiership clubs are going to rely on rich owners who are prepared to subsidise huge losses. And that's not a sustainable model for a league. And so... We, we, we obviously asked the rugby authorities about this and their answer was, oh, well, we'll be able to grow revenues to cope with that. And, and that feels like a wish more than a strategy. So one of our you know, perhaps most important findings is that as it stands, it doesn't look like the top of the game, the top of the club game in this country is particularly sustainable. And that's obviously very, very worrying for rugby fans across the country.
2: A cheery note on which to end. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed for all your latest rugby updates. My name is Richie McCormack and I will have more Rugby Daily for you tomorrow.